Welcome to another episode of the Mahoney Advanced Training Podcast. Once again, this episode is going to be a two-for-one special. So that means in part one, I'm going to give you a couple of tips and tricks. And then in part two, we're going to go through a, a quick recap of what happened at today's Tag Team Challenge. Okay, let's start with some tips and tricks. Tip number one, an exercise that I am experimenting with. So in my home gym, I have been predominantly using a trap bar to do my deadlifts. I'm doing my underground secrets to faster running program where I am doing three sets of three trap bar deadlifts with about 90% of my max. Well, I wanted a little bit of a change up, so I'm experimenting with a one arm farmer's hold max effort deadlift. So what that means is I take all the, the, the farmer's walk, whatever the hell you call it, the barbell that we use for our farmer's walks, and I am deadlifting it three times with approximately what I believe to be 90% of my max that I could, could do one time. So there's two reasons I'm doing this. Maybe a few reasons. One is I want to change up from the, the trap bar deadlift. Two, I, I really want to work on unilateral strength and that extreme core stability that's needed to pick up that farmer's walk. And three, one of the competitions that we're doing at advanced training is going to be to carry a heavy, heavy farmer's walk as far as you possibly can. So I want to make sure that I can lift the heaviest amount of weight possible so I can even get that farmer's walk up to begin that competition. So that is what, what I'm experimenting with. It's, uh, it's pretty sick, but I'm going to say right now, if you are not advanced, if you cannot control your body, if you're not proficient at the deadlift or proficient at even anything you do with one arm, don't try it because you really need to make sure that your entire body is in sync with itself as you're trying to pick up this weight. You need to have absolute tension on your body before you even get it off the ground. You have to make sure your body is stabilized, and then, and only then, should you attempt to execute this lift. Okay, tip number two. Uh, I like to tell you guys about the most entertaining or the craziest thing I saw this week. Well, it was actually last week. We were doing, uh, like I guess I'd call it a contrast workout as part of our outdoor session, and it was, I'm going to do a heavy sled drag, rest about a minute, and then sprint 10 yards. And then I'm going to do a heavy prowler, rest about a minute, and then sprint 10 yards. Well, we're doing that Yes, last week. It's about zero degrees, and out of the corner of my right eye, I see uh, Rob Wallet running his sprint and do a, do a complete and total somersault right out of the gate. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he got shot by a sniper in the parking lot, but uh, he actually looked like he, he was an, <laughs> like an Olympic gymnast, how smoothly... He flipped over. I thought he did it just to be a jerk, but no, he actually fell down on like his second step and then flipped over, got right back on his feet. And uh, he looked good doing it, man. He, he really looked good doing it. I don't know why he fell, but he actually prevented a more serious injury by rolling over the way he did. So great job, Rob. I, I laughed for a while thinking about that. Okay, tip number three, a productivity tip. I may have said this one before. I'm going to say it again. This is for all the people that walk their dogs when it's freezing cold outside. And you, if you're a right type of human being, if your dog goes to the bathroom outside, you are not going to leave your dog's waste outside. Well, one of the worst things you can do, because I have a little, the little baggies with me, I have a little container that goes on my dog's leash that actually holds the bags. The worst thing you could do is when it's zero degrees, is to try and open up that bag when it's zero degrees. It's very stupid. So my productivity tip for anyone with a dog is to open up that bag when you have it inside of your house before you even leave for the walk. Now, for people that don't have a dog, what you don't understand is that these bags come all wrapped up. Like if you go to the supermarket and you're about to get uh, some produce and you put your produce in those clear bags, they come like with perforated edges and they're wrapped up and sealed tight so it's hard to get the this thing open to put stuff into it. Well, again, you want to do it in your house. 
Do it inside of your house before you even begin to walk out the front door so that you don't have to freeze to death while you're out there trying to be humiliated picking up your dog's waist. Okay, tip number four, a quote that I've been thinking about. And this is uh, this is actually coming from Joe Moresco today. So Joe Moresco gave this crew this quote. Give me one second while I just pull it up. Uh, and it's it's going to lead into the, the challenge. But he said, hold on, got the wrong quote. Here it is. Boats do not sink because of the water around them, but because of the water that gets inside of them. I'll say it again. Boats do not sink because of the water around them, but because of the water that gets inside them. Now, why did Joe Moretzko give us, sorry, Moretzko give us this quote today? Well, Joe missed our workout this morning. His team, or some of his teammates, wanted mutiny, and I'll explain that in a second. And then uh, he basically said, you know, this, this house, this house divided will not stand. And he's telling his crew, we got to stick together. Can't be turning on each other if I miss a workout. So now why is this important that Joe Moretzko missed a workout? I'm not putting him uh, on public uh, blast here, but I am. Well, what happens is now in our challenges, we have teams. And if one of your teammates does not show up, and we go in this tag team competition, three things happen, or three things possibly can happen. Thing number one, now you're missing a guy. So if your team has uh, supposed to have five people, and there's only four, and there's five legs of the event, one of the people on your team has to go twice, right? So now they're fatigued, they're tired, and it's just, it kind of slows you down. Thing number two, if one of your people misses without advance notice, your team gets penalized a certain amount of seconds based on the type of competition that's going on that day. So now they have one less guy. The team is penalized for having uh, a guy that completely missed. And then there's a third thing that happened to this crew. They won the championship belt last week. In the bylaws, if you don't show up with the belt, you also get penalized. So Joe Moretzko had the belt. So now he didn't show up. He was on excused absence. And he didn't, sh- didn't bring the belt. That's a full 10 seconds on this team's time. So needless to say, Joe Moretzko's team in this tag team competition, uh, they lose because uh, they, lost, they had this 10 seconds. It was tacked onto their time. Uh, they might have lost anyway, but who knows if they, had, if they had Joe there. But essentially, that team lost. So what was this competition? The competition was a sled drag with 140 pounds. You stand with straps in front of you. The straps are attached to a sled. You run backwards 15 yards. That full sled has to go through the line. Then you turn around, turn over. You sprint. You tag the next guy. The next guy is going to do a 15-yard slider. That guy does a full, full reverse slider, 15 yards. He goes to the next guy. He tags that guy. That guy goes. He sits on a bucket. He grabs a chain, and then he pulls a 140-pound sled. Uh, he pulls a sled with 140 pounds on it with that chain up to his feet. Then, that guy runs up to another guy, tags him, and that guy does a 15-yard slider. And then the fifth guy, the fifth leg of the event, he does a single-leg 15-yard slider. So Joe Moretzko's team had four guys doing a five-legged event. So they're already at a disadvantage. Now, because they won last week, they got to pick the order of everybody else going. So they pick, uh, I can't remember who they picked to go first. Oh, it was a team with only two guys. So Joe, Joe Salashi and uh, Lear Walker, they were a team of two. And now think about this. Five legs on the event with two dudes gets pretty tiring, especially after a feels-like-zero workout. So uh, they got completely and totally annihilated. And now two weeks in a row, Shalasi's team loses. And two weeks in a row, Shalasi's team only has two people. Now we go to the other team, the team that actually won the event. They had all five guys already out of the gate 
Great advantage. They had everybody show up on time. Great advantage. No penalties. This is uh, Joe Derrida's team. He's back. He was battling COVID. He's back. And then his team comes out on top. They rock this in 58.98 seconds. So now they have their first win. Everybody on his team gets three points. Cool. The team that Joe Marechko was on last week, all those people have three points. Boom. All right. Now, the other people that got points last week, Cortese... So what happens is, once you win, that winning team picks two people from any team they want to go head-to-head. So last week, they picked Cortese. He went up against Joe Shalasi. Cortese beat Shalasi, so Cortese has three points, and Shalasi had one. So this is where we stand right now at this at this moment in advanced training. As I'm speaking, I'm basically speaking live after that last tag team event. You got a bunch of people with three points, and you got Joe Shalasi with one point, and a handful of people with no points because their their teams never won. And they didn't go head-to-head. So now, the winning team, they get to pick. Who do they want to go head-to-head? They pick Shalasi again. Guy just went last week head-to-head, lost. They pick him again. Why? Because if he loses, that's it. He's never allowed in a head-to-head competition again. That's it. It's done. He can't do it. He's never going to get points for a head-to-head win. He's out of the race. They pick to go against him, Tom Galley. Tom Galley, the same guy who was a finalist in the challenge last year. The same guy that I thought was going to win the tough man, and they didn't show up because he had to go to work. It wasn't really his fault, but he had work that day and didn't tell me, and uh, I would have rescheduled it because I was that confident that he was going to have a sick running for this thing. And by the way, Tom Galley did completely and totally awesome during his tag team event. It looked like he was shot out of a cannon on his sliders. Anyway, so Tom Galley goes against Joe Shalasi in this head-to-head event. What is it? We load up a sled for each one of them. They're going to go head-to-head at the same exact time. We put 245s, 235s, 225s on this sled for each guy. That is heavy, heavy weight. They're going to drag this sled 20 yards. They're going to drag it around a cone, and then they're going to drag it back to the start point. If they knock over the cone, five-second penalty. They go, they get a, they get about to the first cone, or maybe Galley's got like a step or two ahead of him. They both go around, and uh, Galley edges him out. Galley beats Shalasi probably by about three to four steps. So now, Galley, he was on a winning team first week. He has six points. He's the top dog right now. So you pick Galley, you put him up. Now he's got six points. Everybody behind him who's even close has three points, and uh, except for uh, Joe Shalasi, who has two. But unfortunately, Shalasi, you're out. So now, from this point on, Shalasi, he can compete in tag team events, but he can no longer compete in individual events. So now, the questions need to, these guys need to ask themselves when they're putting people up. One, do I want this guy out of the competition? Do we want him to never to be able to compete again so that he gets lower points when we get to this NCAA-style bracket? Right now, Shalasi's out. Or two, if this guy wins... Are we just continuing to feed him points, and now he gets the number one seed and a nice buy in this NCAA-style playoffs? Uh, So, uh, I love it. I love every second of it. I love the fact that we have teams. I love that guys are held accountable to themselves. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, to themselves and to their teammates. Because, yeah, Marechko missed. He cost his team about 10 seconds. There were some guys uh, saying, give him another chance. And there were some guys saying, we want him traded. It's sick. And by the way, people, you can trade. Captains, let me know if you want to trade people. You both have to agree to it, and I have to agree to it as well. But this is a uh, things are ter- things are the the situation changes real quick. We had a bunch of guys kind of all lined up today, and then by the time we ended, we have uh, mutiny on one team. We got a guy who's forever shot out of head-to-head challenges, and now we got a guy this this young Tom Galley sitting alone in first place with six points. And I'll say this one more time: it felt like zero. Felt like zero degrees this morning. 
I tip my hat to those guys. Those dudes who woke up. They made the decision last night. They made the decision last night. It wasn't this morning. They made the decision last night. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to get ready. I'm going to have my stuff ready. I'm going to get all my clothes ready. They made that decision last night. Then they, then, they, then they solidified it this morning when they got out of bed and they got there. And then they went and they trained. And man, it was, it was cold. You know, we, we, loaded, we all loaded that truck fast, but from the three minutes that we unloaded the truck and set it up to the time that we got to our, our sprint line, man, my hands were actually numb in that three minutes. So again, I tip my hat to you guys. It takes a rare breed to get up and do that. And for the, the rest of your day, no matter what happens, for the rest of your day, the rest of your weekend, it's going to be a lot easier than what happened this morning. All right, people. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac. But unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right. I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. It's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today. This episode is brought to you by Lark Media. Did you ever feel like you had a message that the whole world absolutely needed to hear? You take it, you package it, you bundle it, you send it out there, and then boom, no response. Well, if that's you, don't be disappointed. It might not be that your message is bad. It might be that you're not delivering it the right way. And this is where our friends over at Lark Media can help. These guys are masters of marketing. They've done things for advanced training where they've come in. They've taken documentaries of our work, and they not only captured what it looks like, but they captured what it feels like to be a part of what we do. They've also made motion graphics that we use before and after our YouTube videos. If you need help, please contact Steve at LarkMediaNYC.com. Again, that's Steve at Lark, L-A-R-K, MediaNYC.com. Tell them that Advanced Trading sent you, and they'll take 10% off.